Welcome to the Sober Sessions Podcast, where I am your host, Connie McMillan, aka the Sobriety Queen, coach, and author. On this podcast, we help kings and queens live purpose, no longer pain. We interview kings and queens around the globe so that you can hear their real life stories to see just how your life too can be transformed. So let's jump on into the episode. Welcome back to another Sober Sessions podcast. Thank you to everybody who is new joining us. And thank you so much for our loyal listeners. God is amazing. It is currently January 31st. I'm super excited about the incoming of the new month. February is upon us and it is a time for change. But before I even go into all of that, let's let's kind of live in this January moment, right? Everybody has had the opportunity to see a full month. Listen, if you're listening to this podcast, you are blessed and highly favored. But I want you to understand that even if you didn't achieve all of your goals in January, that is the beautiful part about February. You now get to make a decision, take action, and really get to a place of understanding. The things that you say that you want, you're going to have to show up in action. And that leads me to this solo episode, which is what's covered in alcohol finds freedom in sobriety. Listen, for many, many years, I have been walking around this earth. You know, I told you guys that. I battled with alcohol abuse, use, and dependency for 15 years, and that was a very, very long time. I covered up so much of me. So much of me was buried in a substance, and the biggest bury was my belief in myself, the, the way I saw myself, the vision that I had of myself, and guess what? That's a lot of people's stories. We are living this life of, you know, the visioning that we have for ourselves. Like we look in the mirror and sure the external of us says we're gorgeous and we, you know, because we apply makeup or, you know, maybe we put our lashes on or or whatever it is, right? But the real side of us, the inside, the internal side of us is really battling for attention, affection, validation, love unconditionally. And that was my story. I literally was burying how I felt, right? I went around my friends like I was just oh so fly because I had mink coats and, you know, these $800 shoes and jackets and all this materialistic garbage, right? I had it all It looked good. It looked well put together. But the fact of the matter was, I was a mess. I was a mess. I was a fraud. That's really what it was. And, you know, this episode, my prayer is that it helps you, first of all, understand that the woman that you're listening to had to get to work and still working every single day, right? I didn't just arrive here. I had to do work. So my hope and prayer, again, is that you understand that if you put forth the effort in not covering up things with alcohol, you will birth 
the sobriety. You birth that thing that's attached to sobriety, your purpose, right? You birth the gift, the thing that you've been yearning. Maybe it's a thing that you've kind of put off because alcohol comes with so many lies, tells you that you're not worthy. You're not educated enough. You're not poised enough. You don't speak like, you know, your family says you're too fat. You're too boring. You, you know, you're an outcast. Oh my God. The things that I too definitely endured right? Lies for myself, lies from people. You know, you guys, you know, I live here in Georgia by myself. Well, Chancey Poo is with me, but I live here and it's, you know, I, I often sit back and I say, God, you knew what you were doing. I had to get to Jersey in order to get to Georgia. That, that Georgia, the Jersey experience had to happen way before the Georgia experience could happen. But I could recall, you know, sitting in my new home and saying, you know, God, it's uncomfortable. It is. I have to be, I have to always keep it real with you guys. It's uncomfortable being alone. It's uncomfortable not knowing, you know, um, how things are going to be ahead. But what I rest in is that God is faithful. I rest in his word that says he remembered Noah. For those of you that are not a Christians and you don't know God's word, I, I encourage you to read the Bible. I encourage you to do that because, listen, though, this woman here, honey, she reads because I need that foundation for my life. I need it not just for my spiritual goals, but I need it for my sanity, right? You think that thoughts don't still creep up or even when I talk to some friends or family members, you think they don't say little slick stuff that could possibly swing me back into those negative thinking ways? Thankfully, not to the association of alcohol, but it's my mind that I'm always building. But that's where the alcohol comes in. It, it makes sure that it attacks your mind. It attacks your thoughts, your belief system. And that's what it was for me for many, many years, 15 years of lies, 15 years of, you know, living this life of thinking that, oh, everybody accepts me because I look so good. Everybody accepts me because I'm so well put together. I have education. Everybody accepts me. But the fact of it was, even if they did, which they did not, but even if they did, most importantly, I didn't accept myself. How many of us live our lives in ruins, sorry to say, because we don't accept ourselves. We accept the lies that we've been given by ourselves and even by others. We accept the false narrative that we've created for ourselves and that it is constantly attached to alcohol. That is what I want to share with you, that alcohol will always sell you a dream, a false dream. It will always sell you this illusion of happiness, this illusion of better, of prosperity. Oh my God. And the reality is you'll be bankrupt. You'll be bankrupt spiritually. You'll be bankrupt financially. You'll be bankrupt emotionally. It will sell you so much that will never ever come. You may see it as you know, oh no, this is really happening for me. But I tell you, over time, you'll look back and you'll say to yourself, that wasn't what I expected it to be. That wasn't the vision that I had. When I looked at the commercial and the marketing, right? Because let's just be real. This marketing advertisement, this billion dollar business that is attached to alcohol, right? Let's be honest. It sells us 
this narrative that everything is good with alcohol. You're cool. You're included. You're successful, right? You're doing the best. But the reality is you're not doing the best. For one, you're not even showing up authentically. You're not showing up free and and healed. You're not. I was sharing with one of the guests that I had on the podcast, and I was telling her that I never went out with my coworkers at work. You might have listened to that episode. I believe I said it on on the uh, episode that I didn't go out with my coworkers because I didn't want them to see me under the influence. I didn't want them to see that I was a fraud. I didn't want them to see that this woman that was at the time studying to, you know, um, complete her master's. I didn't want them to see me and vulnerability and a mess. I didn't want them to see the real Connie. So I drank at home alone a lot of times, especially when I was in Jersey. The first two years from 2012 until the end of 2013. So not even two years, but I drank alone. I felt like it was safe. And maybe that's your story. Maybe that's what alcohol has been really telling you that you're drinking alone. Nobody's seeing it. You're good. You're safe. You're going to work. You're not missing as many days. Or maybe it's telling you're not even missing any days. There's going to come a time when alcohol is going to really show its ugly face. And I don't want that to happen for you. I don't want you to be in a position where alcohol shows its ugliness. And you're embarrassed, you're stripped of your dignity, you're stripped of your integrity, you're stripped of your womanhood, right? You're stripped of the things that you've worked so hard for. Your job, your self-respect. I don't want that to be your story. I've also shared that God hid a lot of things and thankfully that he did, but I knew it. So not everybody saw me pissing on myself. Not everybody saw me, you know, going to work every day and coming home drinking at night or sometimes in the afternoon when I didn't go to work. Not everybody saw me when I would leave the club and get into a car with a guy that I didn't even know his first name nor his last name. Not everybody saw that. But thankfully, God rescued me with sobriety It now allows me to tell of my business, not because I want you to know it all, to be quite honest, but because I know the importance of it helping someone. I know the importance of my being vulnerable is not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength. It's a sign of support for someone else to see that your life is better when you say yes to sobriety. Your life becomes real and honest and strengthen with sobriety. And not just for you, but it becomes strengthened for someone else. You know, sometimes we don't wanna tell our story, maybe when you are at that place and maybe you have to stand up and you're asked to share of your experience in recovery, and maybe you're afraid. Maybe you don't get that your story is one, your testimony, of what you've survived. It doesn't define who you are. It literally says that that was who you were in that moment. 
it literally says that you're here and alive and breathing because you survived it. And it also says, which is far more important, that somebody else can survive because you did too. I want you guys to understand that there's freedom in sobriety, freedom of mental abuse, freedom of shame, of pain, of judgment, of abuse, abuse of self, abuse of other people, abuse from people feeling like they have the right to validate you. You get to say, I am so free from that. I validate myself because God has freed me with sobriety. I validate myself to know that I am enough. And I validate myself to know that my life is purposeful. And I may not know exactly what that is, but I'll keep moving forward until God reveals it clearly. I'll keep tuning in to podcasts. I'll keep showing up to my meetings. I'll reach out and get a coach. I will show up as hold because I know that I am empty in alcohol. That is what I want you to understand, Queen. You are truly empty in alcohol. The more you pour it into your body, it's a toxic. The more it drowns the real you. Doesn't mean that she dies, but she definitely suffers. So my hope here is that something I've said in this episode will allow you to literally find your freedom and sobriety, that you will do the work. It is work. Seven years sober today, and I am still working this journey. But the great thing is that I get to work it with people. I get to work it with my clients. I'm so grateful for that. What will you do so that your life can show up whole, so that you can work your sobriety constantly to help someone else as you are helping yourself? If that is you and you're saying to yourself, I am ready to work my sobriety consistently, I want to invite you to click the link in my show notes, get on a freedom call with me. It will be the the best change for your life. Let's see how you can get to the place that you've been desiring. As we are in the month of February, this is your new beginning, your new chance to say, I deserve freedom. I no longer want to suffer. I no longer want to pretend and hide my true self, the true woman that lies inside of me. I no longer want to hide her, but I want to birth her because she deserves it. Make sure you click the link in my, in the show notes, as I've said, so that we can connect and that I can help you and support you on your journey. This is your sobriety queen, Connie. Know that I love you with everything in me. I am rooting for you. But above all, God loves you far more than I ever could. You be blessed because you are blessed.
Thanks for joining me this week on the Sova Sessions podcast. I am so grateful that you decided to listen in. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Sobriety Queen Connie, as well as visit my website, ConnieSMcMillan.com. Those two platforms, you will learn even more and get even more support for your journey to know that you are purpose and not pain. Lastly, I ask that you would be so kind to subscribe to this platform that we would be able to get more information out to you as well as to others. And don't forget to leave us a review so that we can know that we are serving you to the utmost. Thank you so much for being a listener. I am truly, truly honored and humbled to be the servant that God has chosen me to be. Be blessed. Later.